Welcome back, Pinball Nerds, to episode 30. This is your host, Orville Albert, and today I'm going to be talking about how I almost got mugged on my way to a pinball tourney. So this last Saturday was the London, Ontario Pinball Tournament, and uh, my wife and my wife, uh, wonderful wife, Danielle, and awesome sons, Hayden and Owen, were on their way to go visit uh, their grandmother, and they were gone for the day, so I didn't have a car, and I decided I would just walk over um, to Mike Dimas's house to play the Lopple event, and of course, uh, for those of you from London or area or know it well, uh, Mike and I don't live that far apart. We only live about two kilometers apart, and you know, it was it wasn't great weather, but it wasn't horrible. It wasn't quite raining. It was just kind of misting a little. And I thought, oh, I got some exercise, save a little bit of money. I really, really, really hate getting cab rides for anything under friggin' four to five K. It really irritates me, especially if that day, if I haven't had a chance to go to the gym or work out. I'm not, uh, for those of you who have seen my massive beer belly, I am not a uh, gym rat or anything by any means. And uh, I would like to ask you to apologize for my voice being a little strained. I've had about three days in a row of fun and enjoyment here on this early Monday morning, and my voice has uh, <clears throat> had about all it can take. Um, but on the way walking there, I had to stop at the bank and take out some cash uh, to make a payment for skateball. And um, of course, pinball ain't cheap, man. So I had a couple hundred bucks in my pocket and I happened to be walking through the parking lot of the Western Fair Slots, which is the, the casino basically here in London. And I've never had anything like this happen to me before in my life. I've seen some weird stuff, like especially when I was younger and I'd be out at the bars when I was a teenager or early 20s. But I've never actually had anything like this happen to me. I was actually walking up along a whole row of... Uh, cabs and taxis that were parked right by the security entrance, like right, right by, I guess it's the overall entrance to the casino, not just security, but as I'm walking up there, maybe it was me wearing my, uh, my army, army jacket. Maybe it's that my beard's extra scruffy, um, to all of those of you celebrating November cheers. I was not one of those because, well, I've seen myself in a mustache and, uh, it's just, it's not pretty. Some people can wear a West mustache well, and I'm not one of them. Um, but cheers to all who did, so thank you for that. And I might try to do it next year just for the cause and say bye-bye beard. But at this point, I guess, I don't know if I was looking a little disheveled or what. Could be the, uh, <laughs> it could be the four tall cans of craft beer sprouting out of my pockets and my denim, or sorry, my... Uh, like kind of navy kind of camo it's, it's not camo colored it's just navy green but like a, a dark green that you'd see in like a navy or an army type setting but anyways I'm not sure why it was but this old rusted old truck like literally pulled up and stopped right beside me as I was walking and the guy right away was really nice and kind he said hey I uh, hope you're having a good day I hope it's going better than mine I just completely lost my shirt at the casino and he said, oh, no, sorry to hear about that. And he said, I'd really, really appreciate if there's any way just if, if, if you know, you could help me out. Um, you know, I have two young kids at home and I've completely spent all the money. And I said, 
Oh, and I tried to say it in a nice way. It might have came off condescending and rude. Sometimes I do that and I'm not aware of it. I'm trying to become more self-aware, guys. So if I've ever done this to you, I apologize. And if you're one of my friends, I probably have at least one. So I probably deserve it. But um, I looked right at him and straight in the eyes and said, Oh, well, if you've lost all your money and it's money that you needed, you probably shouldn't be spending it at the casino. And he went right from being in a good mode to like a grumpy mode. And he said, well, I was going to offer you this $400 gold necklace for a really good price, but you're being rude to me. I said, okay, sorry. Well, it's just, it sounds like you have an issue with, you know, a bit of a problem with gambling. If you've been spending the money that you actually, you know, like the, it's not just extra money to you. It's your actual money you need as your disposable or non-disposable income that you need to feed your family. Um, and I said, I said to him, I said, you know, myself, I have, you know, uh, two young boys. I don't have a lot of extra money. I certainly don't have enough extra money to be purchasing gold. And I said, to be honest, I'm, I'm actually, um, you know, not making a lot of money right now. Uh, and uh, it's just something I couldn't afford. Sorry. And I started to walk. And then he started to drive the vehicle slowly beside me. And as we got further and further away um, from the front desk, I got more and more uncomfortable. He started getting more aggressive. He said, don't you know you could go sell a set of pawn shop for $300? And I said to him, I said, first of all, if you could stop following me, I'd really appreciate it. I said, second of all, I know that you think that I probably have money on me because you assume I was going to the casino because I was walking through the parking lot, but I'm actually just going to a friend's house. And I didn't even bother bringing up pinball or any of that kind of stuff because I didn't I don't know. It just wasn't any of his friggin' business. But anyways, obviously this gentleman has some issues. But he started getting more and more aggressive saying, yeah, well, who should you be judging if you're going to the slots anyways? And you know, as I explained to him, I said, I'm not trying to judge you. You're asking me for money because you have no money for your family. And if really, if you have no money for your family and you were to trade in that necklace for several hundred dollars, you probably shouldn't come back here and be spending it on that. But that's none of my business. So I'd like to go on with my business, my day. If you could please leave me alone at this point, I started to walk again. He turns around the corners. We're going around um, the side of the building. And now we've gone from where there's obviously lots of cameras, lots of people, tons of cabs, tons of cars, to where it's kind of an almost empty parking lot along the side right before you get to the Western Fair Artisans Market. So I immediately was uh, a little bit frustrated, a little bit paranoid or at least had some anxiety that he was going to get more aggressive. I didn't know how long this was going to go on for. I certainly didn't want him to follow me all the way to Mike's house and that become an issue and all the guys were standing outside. And I didn't think, I don't know if he was going to do that, but for some reason, uh, I think I heard my mom's voice, God rest her soul, Josie Morton, up there in, in heaven somewhere, hopefully if one exists. Um, but you know, I heard my mom's voice kick in and just said, better safe than sorry. She used to always say to me whenever I took too many risks, Albert, it's better to be safe than sorry. And I thought, there's a chance I've got to walk through this long part of the park here now with no one else around. I, I don't know if there's cameras near here. This guy was starting to get very aggressive and didn't like how I was being straightforward with him. I should have just said no thank you and kept walking. If I hadn't given him even the time of day and just... I guess next time I know this, and I guess I can even maybe mention this to my kids, or this might actually be, I always hate to say if there's someone who is less well off, and especially if they're downtown, it looks like they might be down on their luck or not have a house to stay in permanently. 
it's a very tough call because if you go to give someone something and they don't think it was enough, it can become an argument or unruly. And a lot of these people are dealing with mental health. Now, this guy certainly had a vehicle and I mean, it wasn't a very nice vehicle, but he obviously had a problem with gambling. Either that or it was just a complete swindler. I'm not sure. But what I did is I turned around and I walked, I said, I just literally said to the guy, I said, well, I'm going to walk back. I'm not comfortable with you following me. I'm going to walk back to the security desk. And if you follow me there, I'm just going to let them know what you're doing. And he said, go for it, bud, or something like that. Maybe didn't use as nice of language and basically kind of did a, a bit of a burnout, then parked right in that weird part of the parking lot in the corner. So I walked all the way back to the security desk, was a little bit intimidated, and I had to walk around uh, the Western Fair to get to the pinball tournament that way. And I waited for a while and I could see him kitty corner kind of just sitting in the corner of the parking lot. As if like, and the last place I wanted to do was walk by this guy again. So what I did is I walked the opposite direction around, but by the time I did that, and I wasn't even watching the time at this point, I would, I was supposed to get to Mike's around probably 10 after four or so to do at least 20 minutes of warm up, which would have allowed me to try, you know, playing stars for the first time in competition or certainly the first time in years. Um, but anyways, it was very intimidating. It was a little bit scary. He never got out of the car, thank God. Then I would have had a fight or flight type of, probably would have just ran. I'm pretty sure there's no way he could have caught me. It was a bit of a gentleman in his mid-40s. He certainly didn't look like he... I'm not in the best shape either, but I have been a runner for years and done many events, and I'm pretty sure if my fight or flight kicked in, I'm 99% sure I could have kicked it like hardcore back to like the Elisa security uh, entrance there where the main entrance of the casino was, but... Anyways, it really, really threw me off for the London, Ontario pinball tournament. I didn't lose any money. I'm not going to lose future sleepover to try not to. I do feel sorry for the gentleman. I hope, you know, if you're listening, buddy, which I'm pretty sure you're not, but if you are, I hope everything goes well. Maybe you try to seek out some addiction counseling for obviously uh, the gambling. Now, at my, myself, I'm a gambler. I like to gamble on just about anything. You can bet me five bucks. Uh, at a UFC match, and I would just take the underdog just for fun. But I'm not the type of gambler who would be spending my disposable income at the slots. And I really, really, really don't like the slots being in London, just especially for being in East London. And I know personally, just by looking at the vehicles, when I go, you know, I live a couple blocks away, I'm going through there like probably two, three times a week, just by seeing the cars there. Now, some people drive an old beat up, like I personally want to get a 1992 um geo metro or sorry not geo metro oh god geo tracker or suzuki sidekick like one of these low not not expensive and even though yes i'd be trading in like a twenty thousand dollar toyota corolla to get one of these um well first of all see i'd have more money for pinball there but second of all and more importantly i just think they look cool as heck right so i definitely want to get one of those bad boys um so i've been kind of searching kijiji but i can't find one old enough I don't like like the 1998-1999 ones. I think Chevy had kind of taken over with styling, and I this don't look cool. They don't have the neat uh, neon uh, like lightning bolt along the side, and they don't have as many cool contraptions and compartments, and they just don't look as, as retro. They probably run better, or or worse, it is a Chevy. Just kidding. Um, I had to sorry. I had to get a GM dig because I am up here in the Great White North of Canada, and. GM has just shut uh, their main, the main plant, or maybe the only plant left in Canada, if not the only plant left, uh, the Oshawa plant, that's what it was, uh, 
So I'm a little peeved with them. However, I don't mind buying a vehicle from 1992 because I don't think they're going to see a great deal of those profits. Even aftermarket at this point is not them. But I've gone way off track. What happened is I had to walk the opposite way around the Western Frere and walk all the way around the racetrack. And I ended up having to, by the time I figured out what time it was, it was like two minutes to when it was starting and I was at least a couple blocks from Mike's. So I texted him and said, I'm really sorry, I'm late, I'm on my way. Because I have been late, not to Loppel Munch, almost late coming back from my honeymoon, almost late. Nine and a half hour drive, almost late, but got there with 10 minutes to spare, maybe 15. But I've never been late for Loppel, but I've been very close to being late or five to 10 minutes late a couple times at Monday night. Kimball, call the office, sorry, Julie. Um, but I've been trying to get better at that. And um, anyways, what happened is I, I called Mike quickly and just said out of desperation, like, uh, I just looked on uh, Google Maps. I'm like two blocks away. I'll probably will not be able to get there for a couple minutes. I have no problem playing in late league. And he said, no, 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 no. You're player four, actually. You're on my team, so that's good. And we'll just wait like two minutes to start. And by the time that we played through to, you know, player four, if you're not here by then, we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we, when it gets there, but just hurry up and get your ass here. So I literally jogged for about three blocks, which became an issue because I was tired, out of breath and already sweating going into a fairly warm basement with like 20 men and 20 machines. So anyways, that got my sweat on worse than I wanted to. I felt just like mentally discompob discombobulated don't know if that's a real term but it should be i think it is but i think i'm not using it in the right context but i was a little bit shaken up and i don't get shaken up by stuff like that that often um but it rattled me a little i didn't get to have a single solitary practice ball now the good news slash bad news for stargate pinball lovers um shoot the pyramid shoot the pyramid for those of you who haven't played it he, the call-out is a lot of him saying, shoot the pyramid. I'm not sure if he says anything else. Anyways, of course, you could turn that down if it started to irritate you. In most game settings like that, when you're playing with 10 games in the room, it doesn't bother me whatsoever because I can barely hear it. Um, but of course, call-outs do help by telling you what to do when and do make a lot of games more entertaining. Maybe not that particular one. but um, So when I got there, the scoop was broken on uh, the pyramid. So even though it took me a couple minutes to you know pay and get down there and get my beers uh, above the fridge and uh, get my jacket off and stuff, by the time I got down there, that game was broken. So I didn't end up being late and we went over to World Cup Soccer. Excuse me. So that kind of all worked out nice. But unfortunately... It did. I wasn't in the right mindset to go play. Really, it wasn't when something like when you think potentially could have been life threatening happening to you, or at least maybe not life threatening, but that I could have got beat up or jumped possibly. I mean, I think the guy was partially angry with me and partially desperate, and that's it's probably a really really poor mixture to have someone who's you know meters away, um, uh, hundreds of feet away for the Americanos. Um, from the entrance to a facility where they're saying they just lost their shirt and they're aggressively trying to sell you a piece of jewelry when you know damn right there's three pawn shops within two blocks that they could go to in a heartbeat. And just, yeah, it's just, it's, it's a little unsettling. So anyways, I will, it's not that it's a part tour, but I think it is worth an extra episode. Plus we're already pushing on 15 minutes here. Um, in the next episode, I will be doing the review or the recap of uh, London Ontario Pinball League 
uh, League Night number six, the final league before finals. And if you would like to listen to that, um, you can go ahead and uh, do so by listening to the next episode. Um, for the hats off to you, Pinballer, for this episode, I'm going to give it to me for even making it to Pinball. Some people would have honestly got in a cab and just went home, and I thought about that. I kind of wanted to switch to the late league, so I could have got half an hour, but then that would have thrown my whole night off, and where would I have gone for the other two and a half hours? I want to just hang out at Mike's upstairs when you're not really supposed to get there if you're not in the second shift. So, um, But I'm taking my hats off this one time to me for keeping my cool, staying relaxed, having to jog that far and hard for the first time in a while, and I do have some foot, knee, and... Um, foot knee pain that I didn't wasn't experiencing before from that. Not that I sprinted. I would call it a very slow jog, if anything. But uh, still, when you're not warmed up or you haven't ran in, let's say, a little while, and uh, you end up kind of jogging the better part of four blocks, um, you know, you, you can be in a little bit of pain from it. So for this one episode, I'm going to go egotistical and not be as humble as I attempt to try to be on the podcast and say... I'm giving hats off to me for keeping my cool, making it home, or making it to pinball safe, still playing my league, even though I may or may not have shats the bet at the tournament. You'll have to turn into the next episode to see. Until then, eat, sleep, breathe, pinball.